Welcome to the Journey Church Podcast, where as a church, we believe that Jesus should be accessible to anyone. So if you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can have access to the weekend worship experience. We'd love for you to stay connected with us by visiting us at journeyorl.com or any social media platform using at journeyorl. Thanks for being with us, and we really hope you enjoy this message. Excited to get into the word today. We have a speaker who has been with us many times before. He's a part of our pastoral team. He's one of my best friends on the planet, and our church would not be what it is uh, without him. He is the integrator of our church. What that means is I come up with the crazy ideas, and then I hand it to him, and he makes it all happen. And he has been doing that now for the last, oh gosh, three and a half years now he's been a part of our church. Uh, and so, so lucky to have him in my life and his wife, Zelly, Josiah and Joelle. They're amazing as well. Uh, and we're big people in honor. We believe in honor and even honoring the people who work here at this church. Cause I think we'll honor sometimes guests from the outside better than we'll honor the people who are faithful and sold their lives in week in, week out. And so would you do me a favor, stand to your feet and put your hands together and welcome today, Pastor Joey Salazar. Happy Sunday, everyone. You may take your seat. It is an absolute privilege to be here and to have the opportunity to share God's word with you today. Pastor Jay just said it was okay to still say it, so Merry Christmas still to everybody. Hope you had a fantastic time with friends and family. Uh, I think one of the greatest gifts that we have received as a church, if I can be honest, are our lead pastors. And so can you help me show a little bit of love to Pastor JJ and Pastor Liz by putting your hands together? for the gift that they are to our lives. I'm so excited for this opportunity and also for this just time of the year. Great moment to reflect and look back. And as I look back at my life and at this particular year, I think if I had to summarize it in a word or maybe even a phrase, I would probably just say this year has been a year of changes. Uh, so many things have changed. Uh, not only in the life of our church, from buildings to uh, our, even our, my personal family. Uh, we're, we're in between homes right now. Another way to say homeless, right? Like we're, we're in between homes. We're, we're looking for our next home and uh, we're going through changes. Uh, maybe you yourself as well have gone uh, through certain changes this year, whether it be in your health or family finances or whatever, whatever it may be. And I've come to understand that there are two types of people uh, in the world today. Uh, there are those that love change. They love adventure. They love being spontaneous. They love just, let's see where the wind blows. Let's go and do something new today. If, I, if that's you, can you just kind of wave at me right there where you're at? If you just love being spontaneous, you just love new stuff, you're the person who's always asking what's new on the menu. You know what I'm talking about? Now, there's another group of people who maybe you aren't so open to change. You like a little bit more routine. You like a little bit more, hey, let's stick to the patterns. Like, let's keep doing the same thing. If, if that's you, kind of look at me or just kind of wave at me as well. All right, cool, thank you. All right, if you're waving right now, you are my people, all right? That is me and uh, my wife. I think God is just so intentional and funny sometimes. My wife is the opposite. I love to know what's gonna happen. She's a little bit more spontaneous. Hey, what are we gonna do today, she asked. And I'm like, well, check the schedule, right? Like, we're just, I'm, I'm a, I don't really, I'm not always running towards change, although I've come to understand that the point of change is often growth. 
If you and I want to grow, the only way that's really going to happen, oftentimes, it's going to be by when things are changing in our lives. And it's a very common practice. The beginning of the year, so many people set out resolutions and desires and growth plans and, and all these action plans. I think what we're really trying to say, because I put myself in that category as well, is, hey, it's time for a change. And that's actually the title of my message today. It's time for a change. A distant mentor of mine, uh, uh, Stephen Covey, author of the book, First Things First, is the one who really introduced me to the phrase momentous event. And basically, it's a time in the calendar. It's a time in your life when you are just more open to change than, than other times. For example, maybe you and your spouse just uh, had a new baby and you bring a new family member into the home. Obviously, you understand that's going to bring some changes to the family dynamic, but you're open to it because it's a momentous event. Maybe you get a new job, you get a promotion, and so hours change, your pay changes, like, like that is a momentous event. Maybe the day you gave your heart to the Lord, the day you began a relationship with Jesus, that was a momentous event because things began to change for the better. I want to let you know that it is God's plan for your life and my life that we wouldn't just stay where we're at, but that we would all continue to grow. I believe this next year of your life, this, this next year that God is going to bring us into here pretty soon can be the best year of our lives if we're open to whatever he has for us. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, if you have your Bibles, you can go with me. If not, all scriptures will be on the screen behind me. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. And then a couple of books over uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. And then it says, therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying, not, not, not laying again the foundation of repentance from the acts that lead to death and of faith in God. The part I really want to focus on there in the beginning, it says, hey, let's move beyond. Hey, let's grow. Hey, the way you walked into this year doesn't got to be the same. What happened this year doesn't got to be the same thing that happens next year. God has greater things in store for us. But I've come to also understand that it's one thing to have the desire to change. It's another thing to have the discipline to change. And everybody who has started a gym membership in January and then didn't continue, you understand what I'm talking about, myself included. It's one thing to say you want it. It's one thing to have the desire. But desire isn't enough. We must have the discipline as well. And so I want to share with you a couple of things here really quickly about what I think it's going to take from your end and my end as well to be able to receive everything that God has for us in this next year and continue to grow. And I think it all begins with a decision. It's a decision. We've got to choose to grow. With nobody else is going to come and do it for us. We've got to choose to, to start making certain changes. And to be honest with you, we make so many decisions every single day. You decided to come here today, which we're really thankful that you are. You're tuning in online. You, you have to decide, do I show up on time to work or not? Do I put on deodorant today or not? For the sake of your coworkers, please do, all right? But you got to make decisions. 
Let's play a quick little this or that trivia game here, all right? I'm going to give you two options, and then you're going to kind of just scream back at me your answer. Here's a couple of decisions you've got to make. Paper or plastic? Okay, you can respond out loud if you want. Sorry, I, you, can, you, can, you can say it out loud. Hot or cold weather? Netflix or Hulu? I have two more. All right, and this is a safe place, all right? So I just want you, I want you to be honest with your answer, all right? We are a community that is united, all right? Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? I heard, I heard a little bit of Popeyes in there. You're brave, people. All right. Apple or Android? All right, cool. We're going to have a special prayer for all Android users uh, afterwards, so we will have a separate baptism pool. Um, I invite you to go with me to Joshua chapter 24, verse 14. Now the Bible says, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me in my house, somebody say my house, we will serve the Lord. The leader at this time, Joshua, has gathered all the tribes of Israel and he's basically giving them a history lesson. He's telling you, hey, look at all the things that God has done in your life and not only just in your life, but this is what happened in the generations before you. But you know what? More importantly than the history lesson, he's calling them to a place of renewal of their commitment. He's saying, hey, you need to decide today who you are going to serve because there is a power in making a decision. When I get the opportunity to officiate weddings, I always include a certain portion in my script to talk about a pre-decision. A pre-decision is simply something that you are deciding ever before you even get there. And I think it's so important that today, you and I, we would make some pre-decisions. I don't know what's going to come in 2022. I don't know what trials or tribulations or difficulties and, and stuff like that's going to come my way. But I know there's a decision we can choose today and that is a, hey, for me and my my house, we are going to serve the Lord. And there's, a, there's power in, 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 in making those decisions and those decisions ahead of time. Uh, I'm reminded of wedding days and vows. That's what vows are. They're pre-decisions. I'm, I'm saying today what I am committing to, and, and, and I'm going to now live it out. But how many people know that it's one thing to say it on, on wedding day, but it's a whole other thing to live it out when you're married. You don't gotta, you don't gotta say amen too loud. Just wink one eye if you know what I'm talking about, married couple. I see you in the back, all right? It's another, another thing. There's days where you wanna serve. You wanna be there. You wanna look. No, you pick. No, you pick. You know, and you're just, you feel the butterflies. And then there's other days you feel nothing. You feel nothing. You, and you don't, you don't wanna do anything. And you don't, you don't, you don't wanna see the person. But hey, you and I pre-decided ahead of time that way we were going to rely on our, on our feelings. We made a commitment. We made a vow to love the other person. And I believe that God is calling us today to make a pre-decision, to make some decisions today that say, hey, today and tomorrow, me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. Because we're not going to be a product of our circumstances. We're going to be a product of our decisions. 
It begins with a decision, but then it continues with deleting some things. Not only decision, but deleting. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, the Bible says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Here, the Apostle Paul, the author of this scripture, he's pretty much saying, hey, your relationship with God is like a race. And it's set out before you. And, and he got everything. He's, everything's in front of you. All you got to do is run. All you, all you got to do is continue moving forward. But you're not going to be able to run the way God intended you to. Or you're not going to be able to accomplish everything that God really has for you. Unless you throw everything down that's been holding you back. And, and, and it's kind of like, like these ropes I got here attached to me. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. And how many of us are we walking around with, with smiles on our faces and, and, and great attitudes on the outside? And, 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 and when they see us in the lobby or when they see you, uh, I forgot, when they, when they see us that, then they see us outside, or they see us online, like we put up this front, like, hey, like we're, we're good and we're okay, but if we could be honest with you, we're carrying some stuff, we are connected to some things that are hindering our relationship with the Lord. And if we're going to receive everything that God has for us, I believe there's some things that we got to disconnect from. There's some things we got to throw down before the Lord. Maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe some of our attitudes. Maybe some, some, some addictions, maybe some mindsets. I know at least in my life, I, I, had to, I had to get over certain soundtracks. Soundtracks are simply repetitive thoughts in your mind. And it, and it matters who you listen to, but it also matters what, what, what you tell yourself. And, and there, was, there was a soundtrack playing for, for a really long time of, hey, you're not good enough. And, and that's a really dangerous thing to tell yourself because you, you tell yourself a lie long enough, you'll begin to believe it's the truth. And, and, and it'll begin to show up in your life in different ways. And, and they, they, it looks good, but, but it, it's not coming from a right place. And, and that was something I had to disconnect from. That's something I had to throw down before the Lord and replace it. And it's our responsibility to do it. Because I've come to understand this as well. That what you tolerate, you encourage. And what you permit, you promote. If you allow it in your life... If you permit it in your life, you, you, it's not going to go anywhere by itself. You've got to do something about it. You've got to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to let this hold me back like it used to before. Yes. Maybe there's some past relationships. Maybe some past uh, uh, failures. Maybe some past, uh, maybe you're still talking about 20, uh, you know, 2020. Maybe there's, there's so many things that, again, we're just carrying with us and we're struggling in, in, our, in our walk with the Lord, but it, it's difficult Hey, God never intended you to run carrying all this baggage. 2,000 years ago, he died on a tree. He died, he died so that he, so that today we can now have eternal life and have a relationship with him and, and live in freedom. And that's what today is all about. That's what this group of, of people out here in this particular section, in the baptism section, come on, make some noise out here. 
That's what they have decided today. That's what they have thrown down today. That, hey, I'm not going to live for myself, but I'm going to live for God. I'm going to go public with my faith. And, and I believe that that's what God is calling us to do. We, we've got to get rid of some stuff. But I like how this Bible verse that we read says, get rid of everything. Not just the bad stuff that we're quickly to get rid of. The shame and the guilt and the anger and the lust and all the negative emotions. But what if I told you that there's even maybe some good things that we need to throw down and throw, throw, throw before the Lord because God has still something even better. And if we're so focused on what's now and what we have right now, we're going to miss out on what's next because we're so focused on this right here. It's been said before that the enemy of great is good. We're so focused on our good. We're so focused on, oh man, look what I can do and look how little it is. But when God really has something even bigger and better in store for each and every one of our lives, are you willing to trust him to surrender your good as well? I believe if we're going to accomplish everything, if we're going to grow, if we're going to reach God's best, we got to decide, we got to delete, but we also got to do. We got to do. We, the Bible says here in James chapter 2, verse 26, as the lifeless body is dead, so faith without actions is dead. James 1.22 also says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Nike didn't come up with it. The Bible did. Just do it. It's not enough just to know about it. You got to do it. I know I need to get rid of this stuff, but man, this jacket feels really comfortable. Man, I know I got to get rid of some stuff, but you know what? It's been with me so long, I don't know if I can adapt to a new me. I mean, I, this is a really good opportunity, but I know God has a God opportunity, but I believe that it's the Bible's challenging all of us to say, hey, don't just listen to it, but you got to put some action behind this as well. You got to decide today, hey, you know what? I might have came in with some stuff attached to me, but I'm going to throw it down before the Lord and I'm going to be a new person from this day forward. I truly believe that change begins at the end of our comfort zones. And, and I don't want you to overlook a moment for as even as small as it may seem, because it's been said before, a moment can produce a movement. The Bible is, is, is full of moments where people decided to trust God, when people decided to step out in faith, when people decided to obey God and something incredible happened. And, and today, I really want to encourage you that this next year, there's going to be some moments in your life where you're going to have to decide what to do, but I pray that we would respond appropriately. Because again, it's not enough just to watch. It's not enough to be spectators. God is calling us to be participators in, in what he's wanting to do here in this place. I had this idea several years ago. I'm going to kind of pitch it to you. Uh, I'm going to pretend like this is Shark Tank, all right? And so uh, you guys are investors, and I'm going to pitch you an idea, and let's see if uh, you're willing. I think you're going to like it, all right? I've thought about it. Um, but imagine with me, Will. We're going to take it back a couple of years, all right? We're going to, because when I had this idea, this is what was in at that time. Now we don't use them anymore. But do you remember DVDs? Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, if, if you don't know what DVDs is, ask your parent, all right? But when, when, when we had DVDs, I really had this idea of a workout like routine or plan. 
And I was like, man, I think this could really be on a song. I think people would like something like this. What if there was a DVD, maybe like a three-set workout plan or something where all you had to do was get this DVD and, 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 and put it into your DVD player, put it into your TV, and, and all you had to do was watch it, and you would lose weight. Does that sound like a good idea for anybody? Would anybody be willing to invest a couple of dollars, all right? It sounds a little silly. It sounds a little like, obviously, that's not the way it works. And we know that. We know it doesn't work like that for, for fitness. It doesn't, look, it doesn't look, work like that for a healthier lifestyle. But why do we think it works like that for our relationship with the Lord? Wow. Where we think just by coming to church and wow. is enough. That's good. Do we think just by coming and we're checking in, checking out and... But what if I told you today that, hey, God was calling you to, to put some action behind your decision. God was calling you to make a, decide this moment. Step out in faith. And maybe, just maybe, let go of what's been holding you back. Maybe it's been fear. Maybe, maybe it's been shame. Maybe it's been guilt. I'm here to let you know that, that God is in this place and his arms are wide open, ready to receive you and accept you and change you into a better you and make your life even better than it could ever been. At this time, I'm actually gonna invite you to stand up with me and I wanna say a prayer for you. There might be some people in this place right now who, if you could be honest with yourself, you look back at this year and you're like, you know what? Uh, this year, uh, it was a tough year. And it was tough a lot of times because I was trying to do things my own way. I was trying to do things with my own strength. I was trying to do things with, without, you know, God's counsel and His direction. But you know what? I think that I want to declare that next year is going to be a better year. I believe that your next step, your very clear next step is simply to begin a relationship with Jesus. He doesn't care about your past. He doesn't care where you come from, your last name, or how much money you have in your account. All He looks for is an available heart Saying, it, saying that would be open to receive him forever. And so for a moment of privacy, I'm gonna invite you to close your eyes and bow your heads. And maybe you're gonna say this prayer for the very first time, or maybe you're gonna say this prayer for the, very, uh, for the first time in a really long time. But if that's you, you wanna say, God, I'm ready to grow, I'm ready to accept you, and I'm ready to become the best that I can be in this new year. I'm on the count of three. I'm gonna invite you to lift up your hand high as a sign, as a symbol, saying, God, here's my life. One, today is the day of salvation. Two, this message was for you. Three, lift it up right now, right there where you're at. I see your hands, I see your hands all over this place. Amen. You may put your hands down right there where you're at. I'm gonna invite everybody to repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, we thank you for this day. I know I'm not perfect, but you are. I give you my heart and I am ready to grow. I declare, uh, come on, I declare, I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give it up for all the people who gave the heart to Jesus. We hope you've enjoyed this message and we would love to hear your story and how this ministry is changing your life. Please email us at amen at journeyorl.com. And if you would like to support financially, you can give online at journeyorl.com give. If you're in the area, join us on Sunday for the full experience. Have a blessed week.